Good afternoon, good morning, screen rats, couch potatoes. Right, this one is a good one. This is one I've been looking forward to putting out. It's a complete comedy hero moment for me. So firstly, let me set the scene. I'm about 19 years old. I come home from work, I assume. Um, I pop on the TV. It's a Thursday night, 10 o'clock. And on comes this mad TV show uh, called Absolutely with these amazing actors and and great comedians all doing this mad shit that I'd never seen anything like before, including uh, the Stony Bridge sketches and Mr. Don and Mr. George, uh, the little girl, Morena Banks, uh, John Sparks doing his, like, you know, Gwyneth and Denzel. Jesus Christ, it was so weird, but so funny. And I loved it. I just fucking lapped it up. Um, And I was such a big fan of it that when one of the seasons ended, um, it was replaced by Vic and Bob's Big Night Out. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And I hated it at first. And the reason I hated it was because it replaced Absolutely in in the schedules. And um, little did I know that not only was today's guest uh, writing and performing on Absolutely as one of the main cast, he was also writing... Uh, Big Night Out with Vic and Bob. And today's guest is Jack Doherty. Now, you know him from so many things. Scott Squad, of course, more recently. But also the massive uh, chat show he had in the late 90s where he spoke to everybody, including David Bowie and anyone. I mean, if you literally just put it in YouTube and you tap in the Jack Doherty show immediately you'll be hit with all these hits of like really famous people from the late 90s all sitting on the couch with him. And I was lucky enough to, you know, go and see that show. I was in the audience once. I cannot for the life of me remember who the guests were. Prior to that, about four or five years earlier, I'd been in the audience for the Mr. Don and Mr. George spin-off uh, comedy show of which there was only one season. So, you know, I was there in the room watching these things you know, at the time. And I loved him and I followed his career all the way and to actually get to meet him was unreal. Um, I first uh, met Jack in 2018 very briefly when I was doing um, some work up in the Edinburgh Fringe. Uh, So this year I went to see his show all about basically David Bowie and um, I asked him to come onto the podcast and he was so lovely that he came on. He spent a good hour with me, I think, and he answered every question and he was so great. And it was just like, I couldn't really believe I was speaking to him. Do you know what I mean? It's the most excited I've been um, during this podcast because he really is a comedy hero of mine. I'm not just saying that. It is someone I've looked up to and and whose comedy career I've followed since I was like 19 years old, you know? So yeah, I mean, I haven't really got much to say apart from just enjoy the episode. So here we go. This is me talking to Jack Doherty. It's Jack, 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 Jack Doherty. Roll up, roll up. Welcome to Television Times, a new podcast with your host, me, Steve Otis Gunn. We'll be discussing television in all its glorious forms. From my childhood, your childhood, the last 10 years, even what's on right now. So join me as I talk to people you do know and people you don't about what scared them, what inspired them and what made them laugh and cry here on Television Times. Um, how long have you got? Um, probably about 45 minutes. Perfect. Perfect. Is that enough? Normally, More than enough, I'm sure. It's normally I have yeah. a lot of like television questions what's your first uh, but with you okay, I think yeah. I might have to do something a bit different because mm-hmm. um, firstly you're the first person that's actually answered me back in a, in a <laughs> message using the word cool sometimes <laughs> I'll say cool or cool beans and then I delete it because I think yeah, do yeah. I sound like a twat no 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 <laughs> I'm still I'm fully on board with cool yeah I like cool still, cool, still yeah good. yeah yeah of course why not yeah absolutely I'm absolutely. very old school and I like all that. Of that I've written some stuff down but weirdly yeah, yeah. I don't have to sort of look you up because yeah. I've got this um well, the kid's calling it parasocial yeah, relationship okay. with you because okay. I've been watching you on TV since yes. 1989. And, of course, um, of course. I found out something this morning which actually shocked me because yeah. um, 
I was a big fan of Absolutely. Yes, absolutely good. huge fan of Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. For me, it was event TV. Like I would. Am yeah, I yeah. right? Thinking it was on either ten o'clock on a Thursday, something like that, wasn't it? No, I think it was Friday. Was it Friday? I've got that wrong. Though. Oh no, maybe it started on Thursday. You see, this is going to be the problem with this podcast. That when often when I do things like this, the person interviewing me knows a lot more about the show than I do because <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I yeah, made yeah. it thirty-five years yeah, ago I know, and I haven't exactly. seen it since and all that kind of stuff. But actually, you could be right. I think it maybe started on a Thursday and then the. By the end, it was on a Friday. Right, right. Maybe by the fourth series, it was on Friday. Because right, I remember right. it followed that kind of Friday night comedy thing where you were yes. suddenly in with Friends and yeah, Frasier yeah, 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 and all yeah. those kinds of shows. But Thursday could be right. Because yeah. I was talking to Chris Forbes about well, um, how like, I initially disliked yeah. Vic Reeves' Big Night Out. And uh, I did not know you were a script editor on that. Yes. And this happened. Am I right in thinking this? this yeah. To me, this is how it happened. I'm probably remembering yeah. it wrong. Absolutely, it was suddenly off. And you know, like those days, there was no internet, so you couldn't really yes. get... Uh, have I seen the sixth episode? Is that it? Or was mm. it still on? And I went home one night and absolutely mm. wasn't on. And Vic Reeves' Big Night Out, uh, okay. first episode, literally went straight in your slot, didn't it? Yes, I think so. And I remember thinking... And we'd done second series, I think. What is shit? <laughs> Where is Absolutely? And that's what I thought. And I, I had a grudge against Vic Reeves. Uh, no, not knowing on. that you were actually yeah, involved in yeah, it, yeah. which is crazy. Because at first, yeah. that was a... I mean, absolutely, it was pretty yeah. out there at the beginning. But then yeah. when Vic Reeves came in your slot, I was like, yeah. huh? Yeah. And it took me a while to it tune was a into it. It was a step further yeah, in, yeah, in yeah, its yeah. outness. No, I absolutely loved Vic and Bob. And so we were doing absolutely, and then we got to know them because they had a residency down in Deptford or somewhere. New Cross, yeah. New the, Cross, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we would all go down and hang out and see them there. And there was just such a buzz. It was like discovering a new band. You yeah, know, yeah, you could yeah. tell that they were going, they were going to blow up huge. Um, so when they asked me to, to um, work on the show, I, I, and I always, I always put this the same way. I mean, it's the least work I've ever had to do in my life. I just, you know, would go. Really? Yeah, that's really funny, and that's extremely funny. <laughs> you know, it's hard to that imagine was, that there's uh, actually a script. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but there really is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, so, I really didn't have to do much. It was just kind of to help transition them slightly from stage to television, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we'd done, I think, maybe two series by that stage. Right. So Channel 4 were just looking for someone, because we'd come the same route, live, stage, yeah. then on the television. And radio and was all on the way? Radio as well on the way, on yeah, the way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, no, it, it was fun. But then I couldn't do the next series because I think we were doing... I think we were recording absolutely at the same time. So I only I only worked with them on that one series. But they had lots of people around, like Charlie, who that Charlie Higgs and I went on to work with later on. And yeah, yeah. So there was there was plenty of people. The gang was there to you yeah. know, to mean, help Rick and Bob. Not that they needed any help. Square when I moved to London. It was yes. down near um, where Capital Radio is. Correct, now. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was still there. And Jean Gleur's was the other big club at that. Jean Gleur's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Camden. But the one, no, no the original one in Battersea. Battersea, yes. On the back, yeah, I can't quite remember where, but yeah. It's near Battersea so, Arts Centre, isn't it? Yeah, it's not too far from there. That's where I got the. So yeah. I've already told you this, yeah. what I say on the podcast. I was at Rosebury for college and I yeah. went to Battersea Arts Centre just after Mr. Don and Mr. George and they yeah. were, just had all this, all these props for things. And that's yeah, where right. I got the British Rail okay. seat. Okay. Like a, and yeah, I, yeah, of course. <laughs> from I just that was set. Yeah. Yeah, 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 from yeah, our yeah. one series of Mr. Don and Mr. George. I loved it. I yeah, still yeah. Love it. I know people do. I, people either loved it or hated it, but people who loved it really properly. Really loved it. But you must have and, had the audience um, ship. Yeah, the time yeah. Because it was, yeah, Michael you know. Grade didn't like it, and he was boss of Channel Four at the time. Oh, right. And he famously said, when they were trying to recommission it, he famously said, "I have no idea what this is about. Does anyone? Doesn't need to be and, bad. Yeah, it? exactly. <laughs> now, interestingly, 
when I get back to London in October, I'm having dinner with Michael Great. Oh. Uh, it happens to be a friend of a friend. And so I'm going to take him up on that. I'm going to see if he remembers cancelling my show. So the, I shall uh, report back to you. You can do the thing that they do now where they just reboot something from 30 years ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mr. George, Mr. George, Mr. George now, can you imagine? Jesus. Oh, great, wouldn't it? He's gone away oh, for 30 man. years instead of two yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we get back together. But thing, yeah, no, it's fun. It's uh, it, was, it was an interesting show because it was almost a kid's show in a curious kind of way you know it was kind of denuded of any kind of because we deliberately said right we're not going to do any topical stuff we're not going to do any politics we're not mm. going to do any self-referential stuff we're not going to parody other um, television shows it was kind yeah. of very pure and it was pre-bottom of, wasn't it it was pre-bottom yeah it wasn't quite a slapstick it wasn't yeah. quite as violent it was no. it was more curious I think it was quite whimsical yeah it was a big uh, Ivor Cutler I think the Scottish um, poet and singer yeah it, that he was a big influence on it it was oh. that kind of world that he hey, if you don't know him check him out he's an, it's a bit, my favourite album of his is Velvet Donkey with big influence on us and Pete and everybody oh really and okay. um because his mind is it's sort of that thing when you've got kids and you see their mind forming before they've understood the rules of the world mm. and they'll say things like turn the dark off yeah, rather yeah, than yeah, put yeah. the light on and you go well that makes just as much sense turn I've the dark off I've had a stage manager ask me yeah. to turn the sun off before so, so yeah. I guess yeah, well, that just never goes yeah. away <laughs> exactly <laughs> can we do anything about the sun <laughs> yeah exactly and Ivor <laughs> does the whole you know what happens when you cut the grass does the air have to come down the extra inch to reach you know does the air have right. to expand so you can see his mind working as a child so that was yeah, Don yeah, and George yeah. very much like that right, we would right. just be so kind of literal in yeah, I'm wondering thinking. if I could introduce because my son I've started watching yeah. Red, Red Dwarf with him yeah 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 um, you were in a Rob Grant show mm. weren't you what was that called again I was in I was also in Red Dwarf I was the Inquisitor <gasps> in Red Dwarf you were the Inquisitor yeah yeah I Shit. was the Inquisitor yeah. yeah of course and then I was with Mark Williams we did a show called The Strangers yes that's what which, I'm thinking of. yeah the sci-fi yeah. which was the first homegrown show on Sky mm. um, and me Mark Williams and Dave Williams was in yeah. it and wow. um, Williams Mark and Williams and yeah, yeah. Mark Heap Mark right. Heap I'm pretty sure Mark was oh, was he all these shows that you forget Mark about are just yeah. full of talent full of talent yeah full of yeah, talent so. and um, the woman <laughs> I'm at that age in my life now. the woman Oh, come on. That's She's right, married can, to Peter Sarah Finnevich. Sarah Alexander. Sarah Alexander. <laughs> Thank you very much. Sarah was in it. And the bloke from Blake 7. Oh, sadly, really? Yeah. Blake the baddie from Blake 7. Wow. As Clive James famously said, Blake Seven's a very curious show. There's no Blake and there's only four of them, which was the best oh, yeah. TV crit I think I've ever read. Like a sort of Ben Folds fan. <laughs> yeah, thing, exactly. Like, yeah, the the there's only Ben Folds. I'm glad you're a Ben Folds uh, fan. It was oh, nice to have a Ben Folds reference. I, I gave him their first TV appearance in Britain. On the Jack Doherty mm. show? Really? On the Jack Doherty show, the Ben Folds Five, yeah. Wow. That's when I fell in love with them, when they were uh, touring whatever and ever Amen. Yes. Might have been the first album, actually. Uh, I think remember. that was earlier than your show. Yeah, the first one. yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. 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 It was well, Ever so, and Ever Amen. What was it, 97, yeah. your show? 97, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah so be that's, that. yeah, yeah. So before Reinhold Mesner, 99. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, yeah, it's yeah, so yeah. good. Genius, the boy, he really is. Yeah, it's funny, actually, because you have this art, because uh, your show is about David Bowie. You don't need, yeah. This will come out after Fringe, but are you yes. doing that anywhere else afterwards? I don't know, or? hopefully. I'm really enjoying doing it. And it's playing very well to the audiences, so I'll look to take it down to London. Yeah, it's yeah, brilliant. It's hopefully. absolutely fantastic. Yeah. I saw it the other night. Yeah, and yeah, it's I'm working be well. younger than you, but I, I still have all those same references. Yeah, yeah, of course. The first thing I bought with my own money was yeah. a Scary Monsters yeah, cassette yeah, okay. from like yeah. Tape Exchange in Camden or whatever. That's you know? a very cool like, one to. Oh, it's great. First I mean, to, but, and it's still yeah. my favourite album, but I think that yeah. kind of happens when you're a kid. Yeah, exactly. The one that introduced you to. Yeah, I love that album. Yeah, it's so good. 
but yes, you, you keep you keep quiet the fact that you also bought a status quo album and stuff. That's what I always do. You know, yeah. I pretend it was all Bowie and Velvet Underground. Well, yeah, I do. That. The first Neil one Young, I bought, yeah. with my money is married. The first one I asked for was <coughs> Super Trooper. Super Abba, Trooper. Which is nothing, wrong with, it. nothing wrong with that. I am very big fan of Abba. And the police Obviously, I had to hide that, that no. uh, in the in the back in the day. <laughs> and of course, the show that you just saw yeah. with the um, onanistic section of me um, watching uh, David Bowie and getting turned on for the first time. Yeah, yeah. Of course. The reality of the story is it was actually in Yeffa in, um, yeah, 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 in Abba, yeah, yeah. of course. I remember feeling I a little bit funny inside when I saw Marilyn. Do you remember that guy called Marilyn? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, that was that was a good got, confusing that, thing. That was he my was one. very was beautiful. Like, oh, yeah. Hang on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I can get that. Marilyn was, yeah, Marilyn was very sexy. <laughs> so where were we? Ben Folds. How did we go into Ben Folds 5? Weirdly, anyway, the first time yes. I ever came to Fringe Jack, I, was, I came to see Ben Folds play Rock in the Suburbs live. Ah, brilliant. But, but I didn't know the Fringe was on because I didn't know anything about the Fringe. Yeah, right. It was the year 2000. Yeah, yeah, nice. To the fringe yard, yeah. and um, I just rocked up here, went to see Ben Foles, and I was like, Oh, what's all this? Yeah, but that was in the days when this you could literally rock up and, and yeah. get a room. How yeah, do you get a room? I know, for crazy. Like 20 quid or something. Yeah, good Those luck today. Those days are long gone. 100 pounds. I know. Luckily, I've got family here, otherwise, I wouldn't make any money at all. That's really, really It's good. crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty It's mad. just so prohibitive. There's got to do something about it. But I just, don't know what it's going to be. Maybe massive um, ships, maybe barges. <laughs> we can all live on barges. That's not a terrible put, idea. Along with all the. Uh, Bibby Stockholm. All, all our immigrants. We could, yeah, exactly. <laughs> what is the answer? I don't know. I'm I staying in Pennycook at the moment, which is like an hour outside. Pennycook, excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Mispronunciation of yes, Penny Cook. Well done. Well done. Yeah, yeah. What did I say? Penny Cook. Penny yeah. Cook, mate. Yeah. Penny Cook. Penny Cook. Penny Cook. Uh, That's where I am. Well, Penny Cook's all right, and it's not too far. It's not too far. Yeah, we is... used to do a sponsored walk to Penny Cook at school, so it can't be that far because right, right, we were right. like 13 and got there and back. So yeah, what's yeah, that? Yeah. 18 miles or something like that. Yeah. yeah, it's all right. It's fine. It's all right. But yes, it's not. You're not. In, you're not slap bang in the centre of things. No, when I was Penny Cook. working for these guys, they put me up in a flat in Georgia Square, so it's quite a come down. Quite a There you go. I don't know. I haven't seen it since we made it's, it. It's so so I don't, It just goes on and on. And, and it on. goes on and, and on. Had... We were a big fan of those kinds of things. We did one where we listed endless names of legal firms. Hmm. We were all in the changing room at the squash club, and it was all, oh, so and so's left, you know, Bartleby, Bogerby, <laughs> Hegarty, and think, oh, boy, Hegarty's left, you know, yeah, Skinner, yeah, yeah, Mackay, yeah. Hegarty. And it just got longer and longer and longer, and you yeah. could see us all desperate trying to remember the words. Did, and then did there was you have another cards, one. or did you just. No, we just I mean, had to remember it. Yeah, we just had to remember it. And then there was another one where we changed every word to Perkins, the Perkins <laughs> yeah. Mr. Perkins, Mr. Perkins here to see you. And I remember when this Perkins was all Perkins, I can't, yeah, yeah. A lot of it was just nonsense, yeah, yeah, but fun. Watching your show, I was like, how's he remembering all this? Yeah, I know. I don't know quite. This one is actually not so bad because there's so many sound cues and there's so many visual cues. Right. So that helps you, that prompts you yeah, if, yeah, if yeah. you do forget. So it, that's not so bad. But telly, no, you just, you've only got the week to learn it and then you bang it out and... Um, well, when, like, Kids yeah. in the Hall came along in the 90s from Canada, yes. I really felt like they were influenced by you guys. Yes. Like, it was very, with the squashed head and all of that. Yeah, the squashed like, oh, head. They similar. were, interestingly, uh, a promoter tried to get us together huh. at one point. That makes sense. I think there was a proposal to get a, a TV show with the pair of us mashed up together. Oh, there you go. Um, so I think, yeah, and Morena was a big fan of Kids in the Hall. Yeah, yeah. And I think knew a few of them. <laughs> and it just didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. But I remember thinking that would have been great, actually. 
to see what we would have come up with yeah, as a collective. Have, please, do it now. Amazon <laughs> yeah, will yeah, give you a load of money yeah, for that. Exactly, that'd that's be great. On theirs. More yeah. Wenner and John Sparks being in Peppa Pig. That's weird. I my, know. My kids are watching that and I'm going, there's two people from my favourite TV show. This yeah, is so yeah. weird. I, I still, know. I but Wenner's in everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, her voice, she's so good at voices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you don't know much. half the time the stuff that she's doing yeah, because she's true, so yeah. good. She does a lot And of Sparks, stuff. too. John does a lot. Yeah, I missed out on a lot. I got asked to do a lot of the um, Ardman stuff, but I wasn't available. Um, yeah, so I keep meaning to try and circle, circle back and exactly. sort of do. Um, do you do some any voiceover stuff at all? Not really, no. No, I keep meaning to. People keep telling me that I should because of my dulcet basso yeah. profundo. Yeah. Like, I used to go and get um, audience tickets for things I liked yeah. in the 90s, yeah. and it was a cinch. Yeah, yeah, you just yeah. like, I guess I found a number, maybe I wrote a letter, I don't mm. know what I did. But sure. I'm sort of like very confused how I would have known about Mr. Don and Mr. George and how I got in that audience, because yes. if there's only one season of it, how did I know? Yes, well, did you did know I because you knew absolutely? Or maybe, but where would it have been advertised sort of, that God it was knows. being filmed? Because it yeah, wasn't like... Yeah, yeah, who knows? I'm just very confused by that. Maybe I, yeah. was in, I didn't buy the stage or anything. I was, no, was, and there was no internet, <laughs> so as you said, it's impossible <laughs> to know. I don't even know. How did anybody find out about anything? I to your talk show. I don't know. I mean, I was very excited. I yeah. cannot remember who the guest was when I came. No, but I, remember, I. <laughs> I remember it being really small in the audience. Yeah, I felt yeah. like it was so yeah. tiny. It was so yeah. big on TV. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. so tiny. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. like, very, very exciting. Um, that was yes. a very exciting time for you, I'd imagine, when you took that over. Well, kind of. But it wasn't my thing, really, being a chat show horse. I didn't really, no. um, I didn't really enjoy it. <laughs> and here's to Michael Parkinson, who's just oh, died yeah, this morning. Just, yeah, yeah, I just heard that before this. He was the goat, as we say. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, I mean, I kind of enjoyed it for a while, but I didn't re- It wasn't my thing, you know. I, I, I prefer writing and acting. Yeah. And I always find it frustrating that I'd be talking to people who were writing and acting. And I'd oh, be going, I'd rather be doing what you're doing. Um, it was great, because, well, as you see, I mean, the show that I'm doing about David Bowie, you know, yeah, was, yeah, yeah. would that happen because of the chat show? I wouldn't have met Bowie without that. And I met lots of interesting people, but it just didn't fire me creatively, you know? Really? And I think it's got to be the thing you want to do more than anything. Mm-hmm. You know, like Graham and Jonathan, who are so yeah, good yeah, at yeah. it. There, you know, it's it's the only thing we've kind of ever wanted to do. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and they are who they are. I think when you meet those guys on television in the chat show, they're just a they're just a slightly larger version of who they are in real life. Mm. Whereas I sort of acted the part of a chat show oh, host, right. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So because it wasn't really me. But, was it quite um, um, anxious yeah. to start that? Yeah, that, like, yeah. A new channel as well, new channel, new channel, new show. and all that stuff that no one could see it because you couldn't get the the, the the signal wasn't strong enough or something. So God, in lots of parts that. of the countries, it was looked like yeah, it was snowing, yeah. and there was all these snowing oh, yeah. jokes about it. Um, so yeah, there was a bit of pressure on that opening night. The Spice Girls were on, and it was, uh-huh. they were at the height of their fame. So that was fun. You know, it was kind of I mean, a you buzz. You were right and, in it. You were right in that yeah, sort of yeah. end of Britpop, Royal Britannia. C- completely. Period. Yeah, it was. A, it, yeah, and the, and and the Tories got thrown out about a month into the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. A very exciting time. And yes, it was Britpop, and you'd go out afterwards with guests, and you'd end up in the Met Bar or wherever, and. You know, Damon Albarn would be over there yeah, and yeah, one yeah. of Oasis in the, you know, oh, here's Jarvis, you know, all that kind of stuff. So it was an exciting time to be in London. Yeah, yeah. And Absolutely. so it, it was great for about six months and I thought, ah, that's enough. Let's, it became let's work. move on. Became work, yeah. I think yeah. one day a week, perfect job. Oh, yeah, because you, know, you started, what was it? Yeah, started five nights a week. Five yeah, nights yeah, a week. That's not, mad. That's not the, enough money to make the show, the not enough Graham guests. Model, wasn't it? Yeah, that's just like, exactly. I think, I think even Graham only did three, I think. Did he? Yeah, and yeah. then now does one, and and that's perfect. One is enough. Yeah, it's one not is America. enough. Exactly, and, and Graham's um, 
Graham's so good at it, and he and you're always going to get the absolute best guests in town. So mm. the way he corrals all of them, and so it's true. Um, there was that time when the um, the Russell Brand scandaly thing happened to Jonathan oh. Ross. I was really, I was, I was very into Jonathan Ross. Yeah, and when Graham Jonathan jumped into great. that BBC yeah. role again, I was like, oh, I prefer. And then yeah. over the years, now I realise no. actually he's the best. He is the he's, best. He has actually, this skill of like yeah. just sort of. Making yeah. everyone at ease, and he'll and he'll yeah. call them out and diss them completely. to their faces, completely, and they take it and they're yeah, fine with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he <laughs> will. No, it's a bit like the Vietnam War. Unless you've done a chat, <laughs> unless you've been there, yeah, yeah. you don't quite know what it's like. And when you watch Graham, he's so skillful at it. Yeah. And because I think there's still a little bit, and I had the ego of, well, actually, this show should just be a bit more about me rather than the guests. Mm. And I think at times Jonathan had a, a little bit of that. You yeah, know? of course. Yeah, yeah. Frank is getting a little bit of that. Whereas Graham, you don't get that sense. You really get the sense that he's the master That's of ceremonies. True. Yes, true. He's yeah. going to corral and give the time and get the best out of the guests, mm. but then just drop in and be brilliant when he wants to be you know and when he needs to be um what so model yeah were, what model were they going after with yours like what was the well, it was much more a Laramie kind of thing so yeah, so go for like. you know five nights a week yeah uh, get a lot you know try and drive it with comedy try and drive yeah. it with absurdism mm. and i actually when we got absurd i quite liked it but the yeah. audiences were very nervous and shy about the, the really experimental stuff when I would really fuck around. I always tell the story of getting Martin Clunes on and going, okay, here's the deal, Martin, I'm going to ask you about men behaving badly and this and that. Yeah. I just say, I don't want to talk about that to everything I ask you. I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to talk about that. And then I said, what we'll do is we'll, then, I'll, then we'll just sit in silence for about 30 seconds. It'll be really awkward. And then sound will raise the noise of a tap dripping All right. in the background. And then Martin went, and then what will happen? I said, well, I'll, I'll kiss you. <laughs> and then... So, of course, when you're doing that, yeah, yeah. Uh, to me, that's just, I love that's it. Brilliant. That's Gold dust, yeah, just, yeah, just yeah, yeah. fucking fuck with the whole thing. Just, you know, just interrogate the whole thing and just just mess with it. But, of course, the audience is sitting there going, oh, my God, this is so awkward. And he yeah, doesn't want to yeah, talk yeah. about anything. And you're going, no, it's a joke. And then they'd focus group it. And I'd have to go to all these focus group meetings oh, really? where they would go, we'd much prefer it if Mr. Doherty just asked Mr. Clute it's a nice question about yeah, men yeah, yeah, yeah. and I kind of get that you know because yeah, 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 yeah. when I'm watching them I think actually I do want to hear from the guests but when you're making it you know we always said you know first there were chat shows then there were chat shows about chat shows now mm. we wanted to be a chat show about chat shows about chat shows you yeah. know and just keep kind of a snake eating its tail yeah, um, yeah, yeah. and so Philip Philip Jones was the was the series editor and he now runs Sky Arts right. and occasionally we get together and just laugh out loud at the, you know, the audacity well, I mean, you of the shit like we did you parodying know? it slightly because I mean you yes. in the post Larry Sanders world at that mm. point right so people have seen exactly. that sort of that, well not everyone had but yeah. a lot of people had seen that sort of the inner workings and they know yeah, there's someone yeah. in your ear yeah all yeah those, all the pressure behind it and all, yeah, all, yeah, all the exactly. suits that are probably telling you what to do yeah completely so it's probably amazing that you got to do any of it yeah yeah fair. that we were allowed to do it that yeah, they didn't yeah. we did keep expecting that they would pull us because we just ignored <laughs> every note they gave us and just did what the fuck we wanted to do what were the audiences um, like was it mostly young or did you look out to blue rinses uh, sometimes completely mixed blue oh, rinses right. sometimes sometimes full if it was a good guess yeah, yeah. sometimes we'd be out in the street barking getting people in you oh, know really? yeah yeah sometimes yeah yeah sometimes we couldn't get an audience five so nights a week papers. yeah 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 and then just again it was all money as well for a while we couldn't afford to have the company that got an audience in oh. so it was just word of mouth so we had really? so little money I mean I think when we were researching Marwena who's the first producer on it discovered that Letterman's entertainment and car budget was mm. the same as we had to make the entire show 
Really? So he just, to get his guests, to ferry his guests to and fro over a week yeah, 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 was yeah. what we had to make the show. Wow. I mean, it was like, I can't even remember what it was, but it was a ridiculously small so amount of money. So they just started off with a small budget, yeah. Channel 5, generally. Yeah, completely. Wow. But then we got great writers. You know, we got Cecil, uh, Cecil and Jesse Riley. Armstrong? We got Jesse Armstrong Jesus. and Sam Bain, yeah, yeah. Mitchell and Webb. That's where I met all of those guys, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, they came through. So so those shows are great for, uh, now that we don't have so many sketch shows, for getting new writers in. Again, so, Mitchell yeah. and Webb, that's up there with absolutely oh, for me. That they're so good, the so good. The present for my aunt. Yeah, the sketch, yeah, yeah, yeah. And just like, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I can't even get so into So good. I love them so much. They're my go-to for like, uh, yeah. that, that one where, um, oh, yeah. the Sherlock Holmes, where they're just swapping yeah, yeah, parts yeah. <laughs> at the door. Yeah, yeah. I Which watched the brain surgery. Well, it's not brain surgery. Oh, they yeah, sketched yeah. the other. Oh, Maybe we can make so them brush funny. their tongues. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so. It's very on your sort yeah, of level, yeah, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's the same kind of thing. It's like they took the baton. Yeah. I'm very pleased I gave them their first. This is a terrible sign of dark light on the critical process in Edinburgh. So I was, when I was up doing a show in 93 at Edinburgh, and Scotland and Sunday asked me to be the guest critic. They'd have, you know, they'd have yeah. a famous critic and go and do something. And they told me to. I got the Cambridge Footlights. And. Before I even went, I, the editor phoned me up and said, I just really give them a good kicking, you know, you don't, you don't need to hold back. And I was going, well, I haven't seen the show yet, so... Just because they're well, sort of yeah, from a posh... I'm going, yeah, well, it's the footlights, you know, yeah. if I can just lay into them. Yeah, yeah. Go, no, I'm not going to do that. You know, even if I don't like it, I'm not going to lay into them. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. it was Robert Webb and it was Olivia Coleman probably, and James Bachman. Yeah. I don't know if Mitchell was involved. Yeah. But I wrote a very glowing crit, and every time I meet Robert, he can still quote the crit, you know? Really? Yeah, because yeah, of course yeah. it meant a lot to them to get out. Yeah, know? of course. Because everybody was out, slag, wanted to just slag them off because of mm. who they were. But I thought, you know, obviously these people are talented. It's Robert right. and Olivia, and you know, they might be 19, mm. they might be raw, but they're fucking good, you know? I can't imagine David Mitchell at 19. Yeah. <laughs> Was he already exactly. 40? Yeah, he probably was. I just can't remember if he was in it. Maybe, I think it was just Robert. He might have been writing. I can't remember. But yeah, anyway, yeah. yeah. So do you yeah. have a, a favourite guest that came on to your chat show? Well, Bowie. Yeah, apart from Bowie. Well, always, Maybe, I always yeah, say not it's... Not that you'd say secondary. Yeah, yeah exactly. I kind it's of, not fair. It's the ones that you, uh, that you loved as a teenager, you know. That's the ones that you never kind of get over the excitement of meeting them. Yeah. So we had a couple of the Pythons. You know, Palin was on. Mm. Terry Jones was on. Do you ever get starstruck um, yourself? Yeah, yeah, definitely. People? I got starstruck with them. George Harrison and Ringo Starr got starstruck with them. So, yeah, people that I'd loved at 13. Yeah. But then also, it was great when we got some new music out, like Ben Folds. And, yeah. You know, we, we, we gave, you know, we had a whole show of Divine Comedy. We gave yeah, them the whole show. That was great. See, this fun, is where you know, it's come from, because uh, yeah, my two yeah. favourite things in the world yeah, Ben Folds. Well, it was Bowie and Madness, yeah, and then that went and to then, yeah. Ben Folds and, and Neil Hallen well, and Divine Comedy. Well, yeah, Fine Taste. Yeah, yeah I yeah, mean, yeah. Divine Comedy, great. So I you think could, it was you, you and TFI, basically, that were feeding yes, us of music, course. essentially. Yeah, exactly. Like, here's some new music. And I guess Graham does it now, because any new music I listen to is generally from something I've heard for me, it's Jules, of course. That's where I'll pick up new bands. There's nowhere else to really hear it now is that not really no uh, but that was great so breaking people and then just people my contemporaries you know it was always good to have Eddie on or when Vic and Bob came on it was great mm. to have them you know and it was just madness it was yeah. mayhem for 20 minutes you know um, so all good yeah. are these episodes on like uh, fives no I think that now you find them on YouTube they're really? generally just posted by people who were fans of the guests so you'll get you'll get famous you won't get them all though. you could never release them on DVD yeah. or anything or whatever the kind no, of thing nor, is nor, nor would I guests. want to <laughs> or you could do a good one we did talk about releasing a best of with a, with a, uh, with a commentary which might be quite fun yeah, yeah. just a really honest commentary by all the team that made it yes you know because I I feel very guilty about it because uh, all the writers now whenever I meet them they talk about coming into work and 
I'd be lying under the couch, lying under the table, going, "Please tell me the show's been cancelled." <laughs> really? Please don't. Not exactly <laughs> Not a team like leader. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like Larry don't David, re- basically. Yeah. <laughs> don't renew me. Yeah, it was exactly that. Just please don't renew me. to try and write a show about that which is the absolute the, you know the opposite yes. of um, the Gary Shandling the Gary, Sanders, yeah, Gary Shandling, Larry, Larry Sanders, Sanders show, show. Yeah. where it was all about the paranoia Larry Sanders was all about the paranoia yeah, of yeah. oh my god is the opposition gonna beat me and I'll get cancelled hmm. to do a show about someone who's trying to get cancelled <laughs> but just can't he doesn't want the job any longer and they won't release him from his contract but you pitch that people go people don't believe that people think it must be the best job in the world yeah, why yeah, would you yeah, not yeah. want it you're very well paid you're meeting famous people all the time yeah. you're on telly but no it does happen it's, it's you know? hard when you get what you want I mean my only yeah. what you're reminding me of from my own personal life is when I, I always wanted to be a sound number one in the West End yeah and right finally yeah. got it on beep, 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 beep. show I used to, similar to that, I used to go out front and I'd lie under the mixing desk and try and get my heart rate down and meditate. Yeah, to, right, because, yeah, And okay. I'd mix a good show and I think it was great and then I'd just get a lot of notes and you always had to stay at the end for like an hour and then someone would tell you that what you did was shit. Every day, every day, every day, every day someone. He was never good enough. And I remember yeah, just thinking, this yeah. is the worst job yeah. I've ever had. I need a little room in there, with yeah, people yeah. coming in, doing their thing, and I'll just move some mics around. Yeah, and exactly. that, best job I ever had in there, like Perfect. seven or eight years ago, just yeah, sitting in the room yeah. being badly paid, watching great comedy, yeah, yeah. moving a few things around every 15 yeah, minutes. There's nothing quite great like crack. it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Coming back, you know, because I gave the fridge up for so many years, now I've done three in a row. 1980, it says online, was your first one. was the right? first one, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was 18. 18. So I was quite young. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's just, yeah, it's nothing quite like change, it. I Jack. love it. <laughs> yeah, look. No, it's just the same size. It's just the same, except uh, uh, yes. one fish taco will cost £12. Exactly. And there's 4,000 shows. 4,000 um, shows. Yeah, 1980, a long time ago. Uh, but yeah, it's just, it's there's nothing quite like it. There's, it's just so immediate, and you do it, and bang, and you see, you know, 20, 30, 40 shows. It's brilliant. Don't you think it's time that we ask Jack some specific questions from the podcast? I'll ask you some actual podcast questions if yes, you don't mind. Yes, of course. Right? That's quite all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we can get deep into the man. Get, yeah, yeah, cool. I was going to ask you, what was I going to ask you about? The Bodgers 1980? Oh, wow, yeah. Hunter, all kinds of stuff, but we'll, yeah. we'll, I like to keep it real. Yeah, yeah. And with you, yeah. it is literally... By the way, Jack, seriously, thank you yeah. for doing this. No, not at all, man. I'm very happy to do that. It's yeah, probably yeah, weird yeah. to hear, but like, you know, Ooh. first guest I've had on this podcast yeah. that I actually know their career well and, and yeah. I just... I can't believe you're talking to me. It's absolutely insane. It makes no sense to me. Well, I'm um, glad. All right. Pick a number. Let's do it this way. Okay, uh, number three. Um, what's the TV show that made you cry your eyes out? Uh, none. I'm, I've got a heart of... Have you? I really do have a very, very black heart. I'm not entirely sure that I've ever cried at a TV show. You didn't get to 40 and start crying when the kid's dad no. goes, doesn't come at the game oh, or something? Oh, which one? This is... This <laughs> is for, a general, no, yeah. general trope in American things. I tell you... Um, I, Murray always talked about um, being caught crying at Little House on the Prairie. And I always liked the idea that Murray would have been watching afternoon television. <laughs> crying at Little House on the Prairie. Um, you're like, this is life. What's the one recently that was... Um, get, get your Google machine up. Go on, Women having triplets. And um, this is us. 
You don't need to do that. Oh, I, I haven't seen Google. This Is Us. I haven't seen that. Very good. Very That's good? as close as you can get because it just is right on the line before tipping into sentimentality. Right. I thought it looked like but a sort really of 30-something kind of vibe. Kind of, kind of, but a bit, you know, a bit darker than that. So I thought there were too many beautiful people in it. Yeah, like, there's a few <laughs> beautiful people, but there's also non-beautiful people too. Oh, really? And This Is Us. Mandy Moore is beautiful, though, to not be glossy. fair. Not glossy No, not glossy, no, right. real, okay. and... Okay. But skates close to sentimentality, but that seven seasons of you know twenty odd, so you really really get into the characters, okay. and that that's the closest the closest I've got to really. Um, so you can feel tears. Like I can, yeah, I can feel. Yeah, but there's Toby. It's fine as long as you're recognizing the moment where you should be crying. You don't yeah, actually yeah, have yeah. to be crying. You're not. You're not. Yeah, maniac. yeah. You're not a psychopath <laughs> going. Why? What is emotion? I find this. I'll but I grew up at a certain time where you weren't allowed to show your emotion. Oh, in Scotland, not. don't you dare yeah, cry. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's the short answer. Never. How dare you suggest I'm a snowflake? Let's, let's go the other way. Then. Let's yeah. go the other way then. Yeah. yeah. What did you see on television as a child that made you shit yourself? Oh, literally. But yeah. Well, I'm afraid it's the obvious. Yeah, it says. I'm sad to say, it's Doctor Who. Oh, what was it? Literally behind the behind the sofa. It was the Cybermen yeah. when the phone was coming through the underground tunnel. Oh. So no idea what that would be, but way, way earlier than the 60s. Oh, right. And the idea that these Cybermen were coming to get me was it's black and white. Abs, black really. and white. It was oh. probably William Hartnell or the the guy who followed William Hartnell. But that, Patrick yeah, that something? Patrick something. Troughton. Troughton. Patrick Troughton, yeah, well played. Life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was. Patrick <laughs> Troughton, yeah, before Pertwee. <laughs> But yeah, that scared the bejesus out of me. Really did. I think and the it's dialects quite ominous, ominous in black and white in a weird yeah. kind of way because it was yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the frame rate was weird, right? Yeah. So it looked like yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. almost like video. When I see something, yeah. Like, yeah, and it was just the, the cliffhanger aspect of it. We were so bamboozled. There was one where Lieutenant, what's his name, was standing there and holding a gun. You know, someone's holding a gun on him, and then you hear the the, the shot of the gun. You know, and you All think, right. oh, well, he's dead, and the whole week. Me and my friends in the playground, but what's happened? He's been shot. He can't yeah, be dead. Yeah. Of course, they just start the next episode. They pull out and somebody's shooting the guy who's going to shoot the lieutenant. You go, oh, that's clever. Yeah, you yeah. Know, but you're eight, so you haven't worked it out. You yeah, know, and you but, have to yeah. wait 168 hours to find yeah, out exactly. what what's going on. Not yeah, now. Like now. Yeah. Not now. You can binge it. <laughs> you can, you can go. also Google it. Yeah. And even if something ends and you're like, what the fuck does that mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ending <laughs> explained. End, ending <laughs> explained, I know. <laughs> but it's like that thing I mentioned in the show that, you know, I try and lie and get away with the band that followed David Bowie. Yeah. But you go, well, here's the joke I've written. And you go, well, I can't go with that joke because you could Google the, the actual band who followed David yes. Bowie, you know? And it's just, you can, even yeah. so it even affects what you're doing in comedy. Oh, yeah, yeah. You well, know, I, can you get away with a lie? I wrote this book, You Shot My Dog and I Love You. Ah, and okay. It's set in the 70s and 80s. And right, um, right. it's a true story. And even yeah. my own memories, I had to then go in and go, was that that? Yeah, year? yeah, can, exactly. But that's what's good was about that? it. You can yeah, actually yeah, check. Yeah, yeah. It's nice when you find out Ooh. you're like, bang on. You know what I mean? Like, I remember exactly. watching some Elton John interview when my nan went to Ireland in 1987. I'm pretty sure it was Easter, and I drank some cider with my friend. Yeah. I looked it up. Yeah, Easter. It is. <laughs> Your mind still works. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. sort of put it all in there. Yeah. Perfect. I'll ask you this one. Yeah. I don't know if you'll answer this one or if you yeah. you can pick your own thing, of course. What's yeah. the funniest thing you've ever seen on TV? The funniest thing I've ever seen? I think, in terms of... of, of I'll, I'll, so many funny things I've seen on TV. But the thing that really made me laugh and fall in love with comedy, and I was already getting interested in comedy, was the Morecambe and Wise Andre Previn sketch. Yeah. Because I just saw it was the coming together of all <laughs> aspects of that show. It was just perfect. It was the perfect yeah. guest. It was the perfect performance from the pair of them. 
the fact that the band was so obviously enjoying it, you could sense, yeah, they were laughing, and they? you could sense yeah. the audience there loving it. And people go, oh, it's terrible with canned laughter. And you always go, well, it's not actually no, canned no. laughter. It's a real live audience there. Yeah. And you know that. You know the difference between a real audience and canned laughter. Yeah, you can, yeah. It's just coming out the television, the joy that they're having. And also just the fact, that, as the Braben script is so perfect, you know, mm. The idea that you can lengthen a piece of music by another yard, and he's so you know? straight with it. He's like such so a good straight man. So it's good. Like, who knew Abs- Andre Previn yeah, was exactly. funny, but without doing anything. Without really. doing anything. <laughs> you Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah, he's just standing there. Yeah, just taking it. Yeah, yeah. They were the height yeah. of the height of their powers. So I loved that. And then the most, but the most I've ever laughed wasn't television. The most I've ever laughed out loud hmm. was when I went to see Love and Death, the Woody Allen movie, with my sister. Yeah. And I was twelve, I think, maybe or thirteen. I was sneaked in by my dad. He lied and said I was, yeah. you know. And then he left us to go and see it. And we were actually asked to leave because I was laughing so much at really? when uh, Woody Young comes in with a massively long, you know, about three feet, maybe longer, maybe six feet long wrapped package yeah. uh, as a gift for Diane Keaton. And she goes, what's that? And he says, you know, those earrings you've always wanted. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just couldn't, I couldn't conceive of anything as funny as that. That is great. And just laughing and laughing and laughing. And then the usher coming in and telling us, then, of course, that made us laugh even more. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. So you're so, influenced by Woody Allen, do you think, in some way or form? Yes, obviously Woody now. It's a difficult area. It's a difficult area. <laughs> it's a difficult one we get into with all the Woodster. I, I know, well, I've I'm got... separate the art well, from the man, who knows? But yeah, no, I loved him as a kid. Yeah, loved yeah. his, the early funny ones. Yeah. And actually, I loved the um, serious ones as well. Stardust Memories, I think, is a great movie. Yeah, my, yeah Aphrodite is my favourite, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, no, really no, I actually, really love the one. Husbands and Wives. Yeah. Actually, the ones where he got a bit dark. But um, yeah, I troubled character, clearly. <laughs> stage in my life where I've become happy in not watching or reading or staying in things that I'm not enjoying. You'll walk out of a cinema? I will walk out of a cinema yeah, now. Yeah. I will not finish a book. Really? You know, yeah. That's tough, isn't it? Yeah, it's tough. I used that? to... I used to. I think it was also when you didn't have any money. I, I, you know, I would browse in a bookstore for an hour and be, oh, right. be absolutely certain of the book because I was going to spend money on it. You know, mm. and then you know you get a bit of money and you suddenly go and I'll buy four or five books. You know, at the yeah. time, and then I'll be halfway through one. I think there yeah, for ten years. On <laughs> yeah, the show. exactly. I've got to them yet, but I can walk away from a from a book now. Wow. Um, do you give it away or do you keep it in your house? No, I'll keep it on the library and pretend I read it. Obviously, if it's um, <laughs> no, if it's one I don't like, I'll just yeah, I'll give it to somebody else. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I will walk out of yeah, and I just don't really watch television if I'm not enjoying it. Yeah, that's so good. there's nothing where I'm going. Oh, this is shit. So in the current climate, there's or, a lot of um, you know guilty pleasure TV watching going on. Yeah, like reality shit. You well, know. actually, I guess some reality stuff. I've got daughters and. I'll suddenly sit down with them to watch a bit of a Kardashian or something. Oh, I've never seen that. How is yeah. it? Yeah, it's well, I, you get it. It's quite yeah, compulsive. Yeah. Right. Um, or a made in Chelsea. So I guess, but I, or Love Island. You know, when they were all obsessed with that, that was yeah, kind of yeah. interesting. But I'll just dip in and out of it. You know, I yeah. won't sit through it. I so like the interesting ones, like Traitors. I quite like. Oh, Traitors, I really loved. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I thought that was very. But I good. think that's yeah. But that's not shit. <laughs> is a TV show that you would delete from history sort of men in black press a button no one remembers it existed and what is a TV show you would bring back from the dead do you know I'm going to be controversial I'm going to delete my chat show from this <laughs> there you go there you go really well it's kind of like 
<laughs> I only did it for two years. But even if I Google myself, there's still a lot about that chat show. Yeah, and it yeah. always frustrates me. I think I've done all this other stuff. Yeah, yeah, of you course. You know, but because it was very high profile. Yeah, yeah. Um, so let's get rid of that one. And I would like to have Seinfeld back, I think. I would oh, like to have yeah. that now. Same cast. Probably tricky with Michael Richards in a in a. I think he's, he's sort of been weirdly been forgiven. He's Has like he f- been forgiven now? I, I uh, think so. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. It is an odd one because you can see it. You can almost see what he's trying to do in that moment as a stand-up, yeah. you know, and it's just going what off the was rails. What he doing? Why did he say? Because yeah. he doesn't yeah. think that. I don't. No, think. he doesn't think no, that. No. Yeah, yeah. He was just going out there and going. Was that the first well, cancellation? I think it might well have been. I think it probably was. I went to see Alfie Brown's show the other night. I know Alfie. Know his parents very well. Who went through a terrible year, you know, with the Corbynistas cancelling, finding old stuff again, right, taking right, out right. of context, and you, and you can again, you can see him struggling to find his style that he then, you know, over the last yeah, yeah, seventies yeah. has got. And the year right last year, his show was one of the best I've ever seen. Yeah. So, but it's interesting because I think he his show this year is addressing it, and he's talking about it, and it's still All a work right. in progress. So I think he will he will come back because he's taking it on and, and you yeah, know yeah. taking responsibility for it, not and just going, waiting for it to go uh, away. Exactly, and just not back. just Louis CKing it. Yeah, yeah. Because again, yeah. I thought Louis CK would. If there was some way back for him, if he was just to yeah. actually do a show about how the fuck he got to that point where yeah. he was doing that Why shit. Did he, he's sort of gone well, a bit, I, yeah, but not that, right wing, but he's sort yeah. of he's become uh, a sycophant for that sort exactly. of exactly. Uh, uh, and he's just ignored it and then gone back and now he's playing yeah, all the clubs watch again. Him, I like and, him, and I'm like, but it's, it's an awkward yeah. watch. I'm like, this Completely doesn't seem, seem like the same guy. And when I was last in New York, I was going down to the comedy store, whichever one it was, and yeah. they sent out a notice going. With a ticket, you know, Louis C.K. might be appearing tonight, so if you don't want to turn up, you don't oh, have to turn up. On. So they do all that kind of stuff. Jesus but, Christ. Um, but You'd no, be lucky but, if you turned okay. up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Shut the fuck up, just watch the guy. <laughs> I, mean, I feel like I've talked to you a lot about your past uh, yeah. TV show, but I didn't really talk about Scott Squad. Yeah, Scott Squad, my current television show. Yes. Yeah. Is yeah, it yeah. coming back? Because uh, uh, Chris said it was uh, had done its final season. Yes, it has done its final season. I saw you all at the... Yeah. It was five years ago now. Oh, your God, chief, 2018, yes. Your chief. Chief Ed McGlashan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, God, yeah that was a yeah, long time ago. Uh, yeah, 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 2018. That was my return to the festival after 25 years. Yeah, that was very funny. My return to live performing. That's when I first met you. So that must be good. Yeah. How is it for you? Because do people come up to you and go and get like, it's Jack? Yeah, like, yeah, it's How is weird. it to be like, I mean, I know. a straight question. Yeah. What's it like to be famous? Yeah, it's odd because you realise that fame is so relative. And my best example of this is Sting's kids when they were about 13 15, something like that. Yeah. Kids he had with Francis Tomalty. Uh, were huge, absolutely, fans. And so Francis got in touch with us and said, can I bring them down to recording? We said, yeah, we'll bring them down to the rehearsals as well. And they can just yeah, sit yeah. around and we can say hello and all of that. And they were so excited to meet us that they yeah, were just yeah. beside themselves yeah. with excitement. I, I remember just thinking, but hang on, you your dad's sting. <laughs> You probably have lunch with Bono <laughs> yeah, 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 and yeah. Bo Gildam. Why are you so excited to meet me? But of course, it's your yeah, famous who you are in love with. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's all, yeah. So it's odd. It is odd. Particularly this is my hometown. I get recognised a lot. Yeah. But you want it. You want it just enough. I was out with David Baddiel the other night, and it's almost a little bit too much because he's so well known. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's just, and of course, in the old days, it was the autographs, and now it's just endless selfies, you know? Oh, yeah. You've got to get your photograph taken. Well, and it's fine. Yeah. You'd rather that than not. It means people are enjoying what you're doing, so yeah, it's exactly. great. But, um, 
Yeah, it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> so. Well, so the best um, example of fame I heard recently was Alex James, the bass player of Blur. Yes, yeah, yeah. He said um, after that big gig they did recently in Wembley, yeah. he went home to the farm and he had to do all the washing up because it was all piled up and he just went yeah. straight back down to earth. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, perfect. <laughs> Coming off, yeah. off stage and doing that. Yeah, yeah downing yeah. his Britpop that he's now advertising, I see. I Fizzy like Alex James. Yeah, I love he's that. I love my, He's on my wife's allowed list. Oh. She always loved Alex James. Yeah, your generation, just a bit above me, always have this <laughs> list of people they can fuck. I don't, I, never, I don't want to do that with my wife. I don't want to. Know. <laughs> no. <laughs> exactly. That sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> no, it is. Anyway, Jack, I'm yeah. going to let you go because yeah, I know yes, you've exactly. Thank you. Thank you Perfect. so much for doing Television Times well, Podcast. And yeah, well, thank if you don't you. mind, I'll give you a copy of my book. I don't yeah. want to give you something to carry around. No, no, brilliant, brilliant. Um, I'm going to check the, I'm going to check the, cop, the ones that we didn't do. Yeah, yeah, go on, have a look. Let's have a look at these ones. First TV Crush from Felicity Kendall. <laughs> of course. Cool. Rush yeah. if you like. Well, look at that. TV show you raise. Oh, done all that. TV show you feel doesn't get the credit it deserves. The Pamela Adlon one. Yes. Yeah. Um, better things. Better things. Yes. Fantastic. Wow, genius. Show. Really good. Mm. Created by Louis C.K. Of course, with her. Co-co. Co-created. Yeah. Did you yeah. See the show yeah. They did before so that. No, called, I haven't seen it was that called, one. It might just been called Louis with a sort oh. of seventies font, and it was yeah. it was like a sort of little sitcom show, but they were just saying cunt all the time. Oh no, I haven't <laughs> seen that one. It's really good. But it's Pamela Adlon as well. Pamela isn't Adlon it? and him oh, as a married well, couple. Well, better things. Fantastic. Late night TV show was always Hibs. I was allowed to wait up and see Hibs playing football. What invention? Definitely TARDIS again. Invention from TV. What was the biggest change you witnessed TV-wise? Colour. Black and white to colour. I yes. was there. Were you? Yeah. What's the first thing you saw that uh, was A football colour? match. I couldn't believe. And then oh, it was really? the horse racing first in the football match. But my God, look at the green. Yeah. So and then you the snooker came on. And then the snooker <laughs> came on, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All right, Jack. Excellent. Thanks well, thank so you very much. much. Thank you. Cheers, man. Cheers. Cheers. Mr. Jack Doherty talking to me. I mean, can you believe it? Such a great chat. I enjoyed talking to him so much. It was absolutely brilliant. There's going to be a nice picture of us together on Instagram on my personal page. You can check that out. Uh, he's an absolute fucking legend. And he was so giving, you know. He gave me a whole, uh, nearly an hour there where we chatted. It was absolutely brilliant. It was the fucking highlight of my fringe. Beep, beep. And now to today's outro track. It is a song called This Town Is Not My Home. Uh, I originally came up with this idea on a piano in the least artistic town on earth, Milton Keynes. It was in my digs and I was sort of feeling like, oh my God, I'm always in someone else's bed or someone else's house or someone else's hotel, Airbnb, whatever it was at the time. And, you know, uh, for those of you who don't know, I lived a lot of years out of a bag. I did not live in a house. I did not do the bills thing. I was not locked down in any way for the best part of two decades. And uh, this song is kind of about the lonely part of that sort of life. And uh, later on, about a year later, I sort of started putting this song together again. And my now wife, I only call her that because I don't want to put her name on here, by the way. I'm not being like, you know, ownership and all that shit. Um, but she sort of uh, reworked it with me for our album, We Argue in Silence, which we recorded in Phoenix, Arizona in 2009. I should, of course, mention that this album has been remastered and is available on Spotify, Apple Music and many other music platforms. If you just uh, search my name, Steve Oyskun, that should pop up. So here we go. This is This Town Is Not My Home.
stores They have nothing inside to entice me All these planes come and go Still there's no one I know in silence as i mentioned before available on all music platforms but still come back for another podcast next week where we have the first of a two-parter i hope you enjoyed this one come back next week for more <laughs>